Hello and welcome to the Basic Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Caster. Here as always my co-host at Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how are you? Tired. Tired. It's a common theme whenever I whenever I come on here. I'm just I'm, I'm dead. I, I'm dead. Well, you know, that's what happens when you wake up at five in the morning. Well, listen, once once upon a time, too, when I when I wasn't, you know, trudging through the day, being a, a fantasy pros recognized expert uh, doing shows at seven o'clock at night, you know, it was it wasn't a big deal. But after, you know, almost a 12 hour day, yeah, you're not getting the best of me. I'm a, I'm a tired boy. Yeah, well, granted, we were both tired when we would do shows early in the morning, too, when we were in college. Well, but that was easier to recover from. Yeah. Because you're holding that was, day mu- that was much easier to recover from. Yeah. And at least we were in person. So I always felt like more energized after we did, after we recorded. Yeah. Now, after we record, it's like I, w- I just want to go to bed. <laughs> Not because yeah, I'm bored, well, but just because I'm freaking tired. Yeah. No, I get that. Uh, I'm but- freaking tired. Well, you're in luck. We only have five games to talk about today. So you might get to bed uh, at a reasonable time. No, I won't. I, <laughs> I, I appreciate the wishes, but no, I won't. Well, at least you'll you'll be done with this in a reasonable amount of time. Because like I said, we only have five games. Yeah, we only, we only do have, uh, have five games. Yes, the uh, teams on by, in case you are unaware of the Denver Broncos, the Detroit Lions, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, people are missing three of those teams. One of them, they could give a rat's ass. I'll let you take a guess on which of those teams. Legitimately, everyone can give a rat's ass about that they are on by this week. Listen, I understand that you hate the 49ers, but you can't just talk shit about Oh, them like fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. George Kittle? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Got a nice, oh. nice discussion going on the Twitter machine thanks to a nice little tweet about George Kittle. No, don't you know the Broncos are good now? Listen, I enjoy every one of the Denver Broncos more than I enjoy George Kittle. That is not saying a lot. Fuck him. I hate the guy. <laughs> There's some bowls in week five. Whoopee. Good for you. Good for you. You want a game in the regular season. What's going to happen when you when you can't Play have a playoff game in San Francisco. Fucking. I was gonna say something very inappropriate. I'm not gonna say. Oh, please! I like the I like these shows. I don't want to get canceled. All I gotta say is fuck them. <laughs> hey, listen! I'm living in a class house. If I hate teams, I hate teams. Listen, I've I've heard that he is a very nice guy, and I'm I'm sure that he is. But guess what? You go against my team. Guess what? Fuck you, buddy. Yeah, Bill Belichick. Listen, I, he's just a wonderful guy. He Fuck is, him. He is an extraordinary human being. Fuck him. Everything about that man just oozes quality in class. Really, <laughs> he's exceptional. Shout well, out! I'll Bill. tell you. Shout out, Bill. Definitely doesn't listen to this podcast, but but shout out, Bill. Great guy. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree when it comes to fucking over teams. It te- it turns out. Josh McDaniels? Ah. With the Colts? Ah. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Well, at least we don't talk about that guy ever again. If, if a team wants to make me feel really, really good, uh, the Falcons will just fire Arthur Smith. That would be... I don't know. I'm interested to see what they what they do now with Taylor Heineke, a quarterback. And actually, funny enough, we didn't talk about this. But because we don't have any paper rundowns or anything like that, Bird doesn't know which games are going to pick first. So you had a you had a one in five chance of guessing this correctly. But we are going to talk about the Minnesota Vikings going to Atlanta to play the Atlanta Falcons. I kind of figured that because I believe that is the only NFC home game that is on at one o'clock. Uh, no, it is not. Actually, the Green Bay Packers are at home at one o'clock. And actually, so are the Saints. And that's it. Oh, the Packers are playing the Rams. Okay, so it's a battle of two backup quarterbacks there, probably. 
Uh, and then it's the Saints. Okay. So I can understand why I forgot the other two. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, anyway, so the Vikings, the Falcons, uh, or Kirk Cousins. Sucks. Sucks. I, really... I, I had two Superflex teams. Just John Cena went up in smoke. You can't see me. Gone. Goodbye. Dead. <laughs> I uh, fucking sucks. It really does. It really sucks. I mean, Kirk Cousins is having such a good season. Yeah, great, great contract year, and he's going to sign a. Uh, I would imagine he's going to sign up a pretty nice deal with somebody next year. Who yeah. that somebody is going to be? That's a. That's definitely a, a a wait and see as to who's going to go out and uh, and make that plunge for for Kirk Cousins to bring him in, bring him in as a starter. Very curious to see who it's going to be. Yeah, and it looks like it's probably going to be Josh Jobs uh, this week, or it's going to be Jaron Hall. No, it's going to be Jaron Hall. Kevin O'Connell oh. said. Kevin O'Connell said that it's Jaron Hall. Go Kooks. Jaron Hall, but uh, Josh Jobs could be available. Look at this. Who would have thought two BYU quarterbacks starting in the league? This is a battle of BYU pride right here. Jaron Hall against Tyler Algier. Oh yes, I'm pretty sure they played together. I believe did they, they played together. I yeah, believe they did. So that's interesting. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Um, who would have thought, like when they picked Jaron Hall, that he was going to be start the Hall monitor? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. I, I mean, can tell you that, but you're not starting with the fantasy lineups. I can tell you that. That's oh, for yeah. damn sure. No, he did not look great against Green Bay. No. No, 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 no. No. Uh-uh. I mean, the real question is, is not about Jaron Hall. It's about everybody else. With this team, I mean, how much of a downgrade is everybody literally with this news? Humongous, humongous. Um, I I do think it's you stand to benefit with Madison and Acres, but then again, you know you can't, you don't really know who it's going to be. I mean, I still have Madison as a borderline RB two, RB three, Cam Acres as a flex play for sure. But now it's going to be very interesting because now this team is going to have to lean very heavily on this run game. And as we saw through the first couple of weeks, uh, they cannot run the ball and they're going up against a very, very good Atlanta run defense that has not allowed a touchdown to running backs yet this year. So where the expected return is going to be on the uh, Minnesota Vikings running backs, I I just don't know where that's going to potentially be coming from yeah and honestly well hawkinson's different because it's a tight end and you have no other options but are you basically sitting all of your vikings until you kind of see it with with hall or at least hope they give it to josh jobs and josh jobs can be competent with his offense the only receiver out of the Vikings guys that I think you can start, depending on your options, is Jordan Addison still. I just find it very hard that you can sit him comfortably. Well, somebody's going to catch the ball. Given what he's done. Uh, right. Somebody has to catch the ball. Somebody has to do something. Um, but it's, it, it is easier to avoid Addison, but also harder to sit him if that makes sense yeah and i mean also you know kj osborne is on the injury report as well but it is wednesday so he's good he, he probably is going to play and you're probably not starting him and then hawkinson you don't have a choice yeah but this just this just sucks for anybody that has tj hawkinson like this is i know you got you got you gotta hope josh dobbs is in there asap yeah I think really it's kind of just, you know, they're going to let Josh Dobbs learn the playbook and then probably next week. I think, two weeks. Dep- I think it just depends on how bad Jaron Hall is. I mean, if Jaron Hall is good, then, then, you know, mazel. But Jaron Hall is bad. We could see Josh Dobbs playing within the second half of this game, but I don't think it would surprise anybody. Yeah. Because, I mean, who else do they have on their roster? Sean Mannion, he's on their practice squad. 
Nick Mullins is on IR. I mean, right. It's not I, much. There's nobody else. There's nobody else. Um, and then for the Vikings, I mean, for the Falcons next Bijan Robinson, he got a rushing touchdown. Thank Christ. I can't believe it. Thank Christ. Oh, the amount of never mind. <laughs> um, I will not I will talk to you about this off air because it's funny. Um but Drake London, he's uh he's not gonna participate in practice um you know today, Wednesday. So keep that in mind, but it is Wednesday. Um and it's the Taylor Heineke show. So we'll see how this uh, offense runs with Heineke. Thank Christ that it's the Heineke show. Ugh. Just a breath of fresh air that's going to be Taylor Heineke and not Desmond Mitter. Hallelujah. This gives a boost to legitimately everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Bijan. Fucking Algier, Drake London, Mac Hollins, Kyle Pitts, John U. Smith. This gives a boost to legitimately everyone on this offense. And it is about time that they made this move because now the Falcons could proper go on and win this division. Because they were not doing that with Desmond Redder. They can do that now with Taylor Heineke. Yeah, this is the, I mean, the NFC South, like we said all offseason, mainly you, this is the nobody wants to win this division. Yeah, yeah. well, everyone wants to win the division, but the teams just in it are just stinky. And, yeah. I mean, Taylor Heineke is good. Anybody, and anybody who says, you know, what was that second half performance from Taylor Heineke last week, give, give me a break. Give me a fucking break. Taylor I mean, Heineke, down Taylor by like, Heineke oh. came in a tough spot. They, he needed to go out and produce immediately. It didn't work out. Give him a full week of practice to run with the ones, and this guy will be fine. He he is a quality pickup in super flex leagues, especially for teams that just lost Kirk Cousins. Uh, yeah, that's a guy that you need to be going and targeting and trying to get your hands on Taylor Heineke because I think he will be uh, he'll be a guy that we'll be talking about as a uh, as a must start option. Uh, maybe in a couple in a couple weeks time, and I'm check uh, as I'm checking my superflex league right, uh, one of my superflex leagues right now, to see if uh, to see if Heineke is available, and he is not, of course not. I wonder if Jake picked him up. <laughs> the most Jake move of all time. Did he? No, he didn't. Shit. And it was at, it was after I picked up Taysom Hill. That's annoying. Oh well, that's annoying. But yeah, Taylor Heineke is a great great pickup right now and i would be i would be making the necessary moves to go and do it all right um cool anything else with this game do you uh, like hopefully, the falcons hopefully the falcons win by a million yeah do you like the falcons defense like yes yes for sure all right for sure against jaron hall no doubt about it yeah pick him up play him sweet all right, next up is the Rams, the Packers. So uh, Matt Stafford is the real kind of question mark. And I mean, Puka Nakua has been on the injury report for basically the entire season, but Matt Stafford left the game on Sunday with that thumb injury. Um, Do you think that he's going to miss this week? It's possible. It's, it, it definitely is possible that he, that he could this the week. So I would say I would say right now though it's it's it is too uh too close to call with 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 Stafford. Yeah. And uh Sean McVay did say that he's day to day. So we'll see. Yeah. Who is the backup for them? Uh Brett Rippin. Brett Rippin. I think they also signed John Walford for off of Tampa Bay's practice squad. Possible. If, that's, a, that's seems, quite possible. I think and so. From, and from what I believe, too, the the 
Puka injury, that is new. Oh, that's that new? It's not, yeah, that it's not, um, it's not the same situation as it was in previous weeks, that there was a bigger flare-up than there had been with the knee than there had been in recent weeks. So uh, Sean McVay had said earlier in the week that Pukunoko would be taking it easy uh, in practice this week. But based on how McVay sounded, it did not sound like that he was going to be in jeopardy of missing the game. I think it was just more of they're just trying to take it easy with with Pukunakoa this week. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Um, do you like uh, how many more weeks of Darrell Henderson uh, work? Do you think we can get a couple more? I mean, he's looked pretty solid. I think he's a fine play. Yeah, I think he's a fine play this week. I like him a lot. Packers, Packers are absolutely horrible against running backs. Absolutely terrible against running backs. So I would be giving that some deep consideration. I believe he's like a flex play for me. Yeah, he's my RB27. Flex play, but a damn good one. Yeah, I have a bit of an issue in the guillotine because I have Darrell Henderson and it's like, Draw Henderson or Chris Goblin or Hopkins or Josh Downs. Just, yeah. Anyway, something I have to think about. But the Packers are not good against the run, so it helps. Uh, yeah. It might help your decision-making. Yeah, that, and, Roy, and Roy Freeman could be a sneaky, a sneaky little flex play, too. Yeah. <laughs> Typical random touchdown. From a Rams running back, that's not the starter. I mean, I don't think it's random. I I don't think there is a starter. I don't think it's random. These guys it's... have been these guys have been used fairly equally, and yeah, logic would say that Darrell Henderson probably is the better running back between him and 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 Royce Freeman, but I think they're just going to keep on riding what the hot hand is and what's been yielding results for them. What's been yielding results for them is both of these guys splitting work, getting the time. And at least for the next week or two, them continuing to ride um, the likes of Henderson and Freeman. And it's going to be looking like for the next three weeks, because Kyron Williams is not eligible to come back until week 12. I thought it was 11. It's, it's week 12. I forgot that it was the buy sandwich in between. So yeah, you're going to get, you're going to get three more games out of this uh, Henderson-Freeman mix-up here. All right. Pending Williams is not activated for week 12. Yeah. Um, And then, I mean, you're starting your receivers, and Mm -hmm. you're, I mean, are you starting Higby? Mm. Nah. Stinky. It's just, it's very stinky. He hasn't had double-digit PPR points since week four, I believe. Yeah, week four. Nah. Nah. Ain't it. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, depending on who the quarterback is, it's going to be... Well, I mean, depending on who the quarterback is, there's the possibility that the only brand you might want to start here is is Cop, but that's because you have to. Yeah. Kind of temper your expectations. Yeah. for the Rams because like oh, definitely even Matt Stafford with an injured thumb he did not look good last week against well the that was also because the Cowboys were they were no uh, I know they played really well Cowboys played really really well last week yes they did but yeah like you just don't want to you know chance it with a banged up uh quarterback and expecting big things like expecting normal production. It's going to be, it's not, you know, it's not guaranteed. I mean, nothing's guaranteed, but like, you know, it's just not um, a given. Sure. And then for green Bay, Jordan love. Oh, what to do with Jordan love. I mean, because of you know the kind of quarterbacks that are missing or missing this week: Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Brock Purdy, Trevor Lawrence. 
I mean, these guys for the most part were borderline. I mean, Ross, you could probably say was probably borderline top 15, but Purdy, Goff, Lawrence, these guys were consistent top 10 options. So everybody gets a boost that's that's behind him. And, and Jordan Love, he's a mid QB two. I mean, I'm, I would rather start the likes of Levis, uh, Gino, Sam Howell over him. But if you're in a situation where, you know, Jordan Love is the only guy that you're really looking at and you don't have any other real option, then Jordan Love is, is, is a fine play. The Rams got absolutely destroyed by, by the Cowboys last week on the road. Uh, this is a team, too, that if you look at their home road splits, this team is much better at on at home, the Rams, when it comes to facing opposing quarterbacks than they are on the road. On the road, especially lately, they have just gotten absolutely killed by, by opposing quarterbacks. So uh, Jordan Love, if there is any, any ounce of talent there, he could have... A good day by Jordan Love measures, I guess. Which I mean, at that point, what, like, what are we really expecting from Jordan Love? I, I think if if you could get, just based on his numbers so far this year, if you could get two fifty three and one out of Jordan Love, I think you're happy. Oh, that would be great. Well, that's a great, that's a good day for a lot of quarterbacks. Hell, I'll even say 252 and one. Let's see if he's done that this year. Now, he hasn't, uh, he's done 182 and one, 246, one and two with a rushing touchdown. Mm. Is that really a, a, like a comparable line here that I could, that I could find? Like in the range, if he can get you in the range of sixteen to twenty points, you're you're happy with that start. There, there just is no way. Well, that's his it, window, basically. That's his for, that's yeah, it. pretty much, pretty much. Then if he gets you a rushing touchdown, that's that's an added bonus. Yeah, but I, I don't know. We'll see with love. Um, Aaron Jones still, you know, on the injury report. He probably will be for. Most of the season, mm-hmm. just dealing with that hamstring issue and whatever else. So, yeah, yeah, this is a tough matchup for Aaron Jones and for AJ Dillon against this this Rams front. Uh, the Rams they've only allowed a hundred yards to running backs once, and that was against a guy named Christian McCaffrey. And that was in Week Two. Outside of that, that this this unit has been stout against the run this year. Um, so, and I put this in a column last week for fantasy pros, um, didn't have the opportunity to do it. didn't have the opportunity to do it again, which, which, which stinks. But, um, if you have the opportunity to sit Aaron Jones, I I personally would look to explore it. I know it's hard to do, but if you have that opportunity to do it, I would absolutely look to take full advantage of that. Aaron Jones, I have way down in my ranks this week. Aaron Jones is my RB 23 this week. Yeah. Um, and then the wide receivers, it's interesting because at what point do we stop saying, oh, he's hurt? Oh, this, oh, that about Christian Watson. And just being like, yeah, he's not giving you the production. I, that- I think we're I think we're just about there with that. I think we're just about there with that. He's not he's not droppable per se, but he he kind of is like he kind of has the Curtis Samuel bug, where I wouldn't even say that because Curtis Samuel when he Curtis Samuel actually produces, but he just doesn't produce in your lineup. Christian Watson could be in your lineup. He could be on your bench. He just doesn't produce. Well, it's the it's the other receivers on the Packers that are getting those looks in the red zone, or at least but, making those touchdown catches in the red zone. Put put it this way. Right. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has two touchdowns this year. AJ Dillon has one touchdown this year, I believe. Yes. And Jordan Love has 13 touchdowns. That's 16 touchdowns. We're about halfway through the year. Say they're on pace for 32 touchdowns. They just get over that 30 touchdown mark. That's 
borderline qualifying to be a fantasy sustainable offense. That's barely qualifying. Yeah. And I mean, it's just he hasn't caught touchdowns since Thursday night against Detroit in week four. Right. And I I believe that was his first game back. First game back. Yeah. Of the season. So he's played first game back. He's played four games and he's had over 50 yards once. And he's had his his ceiling for reception has receptions has been three. Yeah. It's just not been great for Watson. He's talented. There's there's no there's no denying that he that he he is definitely talented, but the limitations that this offense brings to the table definitely definitely do do hurt him. So I me personally, there just isn't and this kind of just encompasses this all together. There is not a Packer that I'm comfortable starting this week unless you have to, Jordan Love. Yeah. Well, part of it is where he is drafted. Because people because we're not saying this about Romeo Dobbs, who's been really good for where he was drafted. But with Christian Watson, you're drafting him to be, you know, your third receiver in three receiver leagues. Mm-hmm. Not projecting, maybe a little bit projecting. But um, you know, you drafted him in a in a reasonable spot. Or yeah. in like a in the middle rounds. Yeah, and a, so, a lot of people that did draft him were also backing Jordan Love to be to be better than what he's been. And bottom line is that Jordan Love has just not been all that good. Right. He's been mid. He has been mid. Yep. He's a mid QB too, as you just said. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Luke Musgrave, if he plays, we don't know. No. No, you can't. You can't do it. All right. Next up is the Bears and the Saints. Interesting game. Um, Tyson Bagent, you'd think, again for this week. More than likely, yeah. More than likely, it is. It is going to be uh, to be Tyson Bagent. Yeah. Well, that Sunday so game was a bit of a come down to earth for. The Chicago Bears. Thank and Deontay Foreman. Thank God I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, I was not. I wasn't really watching that game too I, too I woke intently. Up, woke up at five. Woke up at five a.m. Realized I fell asleep and was like, "Well, I guess I got to find time to watch the uh, watch the rerun." Yeah, and yeah, I did, and it was fucking brutal, as you'd expect. Yes, I I would expect that. Basically, is it just DJ Moore, Cole Komet, maybe Deontay Foreman? I honestly, I wouldn't feel comfortable starting any Bears running back, to be completely honest. I mean, we saw just a whole just mix of bullshit and and and, and nonsense from. This group with Roshan getting nine touches, Darrington Evans getting seven, uh, Deonta Foreman got ten. You, you can't start anybody in this backfield with any sort of confidence. You you, you just can't. It, it really is just DJ Moore barely still hanging on for dear life. And if you have a buy issue, then Cole Komet, I guess, is 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 okay. But uh, we're getting pretty dire with with DJ Moore. He's just barely hanging on to being a top twenty four wide receiver. I mean, he's my wide receiver twenty two, and did not think that I would be in a position where I'd be ranking Terry McLaurin or DeAndre Hopkins ahead of DJ Moore. And that's where I'm at, and it's quite frankly horrifying. Yeah, well, DeAndre Hopkins found the fountain of youth, so it happens. No, he just found Will Levis, who can actually launch the ball deep. Wow, what a strange, foreign concept. Yes, very foreign concept indeed. Who would have thought? Yeah, Mike Vrabel actually looked happy for a change instead of yes, depressed, <laughs> disappointed, upset, frustrated. Adjectives that could all describe 
Mike Vrabel. I, I could have just let you go go on like forever, just naming synonyms for, you know, depressed, agitated, concerned, all that. Mike Vrabel, listen, that man, I love him. I love him. I really do. Do you? Oh my god, yeah, he's awesome. He's so awesome. He does hate fantasy though. He's such a good coach. He is. He is a very good coach. It's not like Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith hates fantasy and he's not a good coach. Mike Vrabel hates fantasy, but is an amazing coach. He really is. I would take him as Cowboys coach in two seconds. He is the Rod Brindamore of the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Miko Ryans could, could potentially lay a claim to that very soon. But yeah. Mike Vrabel will be that when he inevitably joins the Patriots and is their head coach after Belichick retires. Uh, yeah, well, anyway, poor DJ Moore also. I mean, he th- we all thought he was going to be in a great situation after getting traded to the Bears. Ah! There's such thing as a great situation with the Chicago Bears. Well, should I should, hey. I, should I ring up should I ring up our good buddy Ben our good buddy Benny Gable? Oh, I you know actually I would be happy because I haven't talked to Benny in a while. Um, we're, all sit, we're all gonna sit, hang out together and sing and sing Kumbaya. Well, listen, don't get me wrong, or tell me if I'm wrong. A lot of people were saying, "Oh, well, look at Jalen Hurts' numbers in his second year," and tell me that that won't happen to Justin Fields. So many people were like that, myself included. Yeah, myself included. And and there were moments this year where that happened, and DJ Moore looked fantastic. The man had a three touchdown game a month yes. ago. We are one month removed from DJ Moore's three touchdown game against Washington. And since then, he has done Ugats. Do you know what Ugats means, Adam? I do. It means nothing. Dick. Diddly squat. Facha Ugats. See what that means? Fucking nothing. Fucking nothing. There you go. Dick. The Yiddish word for that would be bupkis. Not bupkis. Yeah. Bupkis. Bupkis. I like like saying that word. Bupkis. 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 It's great. It's a great one. It it sucks. It does suck for for DJ Moore. It really does. He he needs Justin Fields. As crazy as that is to say, he needs Justin Fields. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Moving on to New Orleans. Um, I don't know. Par for the course for New Orleans. I feel like there isn't too much debate. You're like you're starting whoever you were going to start, or whoever you've usually started for the Saints. No, I think you start Derek Carr this week at home against the Bears. I think actually. you start Derek Carr. Derek Carr quietly the last month has been awesome. Yeah, I I shouldn't say that, awesome. I shouldn't say awesome. Consistent. Very consistent. Has at least two I mean, touchdowns. Has at least two t- two touchdowns or three hundred yards in his last four games. Quietly has been very very consistent and faces a Chicago Bears team that hemorrhages points to the quarterback position against proper quarterbacks this year. Uh, and I guess Kirk Cousins is an out is an outlier because he stunk against the the Bears, but. Against Jordan Love, they've led three touchdowns. Against Baker Mayfield, one touchdown. Patrick Mahomes, three touchdowns. Russell Wilson, three touchdowns. Sam Howell, two touchdowns. Justin Herbert, three touchdowns. Yeah. And Derek Carr is already coming off of a great game against Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. He's been very, very, very consistent. 15.4, 16.2, 17.4, 17.9 in four-point per passing touchdown leagues. Awesome. That's really, really consistent. I have as a top 10 play this week, Derek Carr. I, I would start him over Jordan Love a thousand percent. You know, that brings a smile to my face. Don't get used to it. I can't wait for him to let me down. I cannot wait. Um, anybody else? Anything else like changing for you with um, New Orleans? Like you're still starting Kamara. You're still starting Olave, Michael Thomas. 
Kamara's my RB2, but I would just be mindful the Bears have not, not allowed a touchdown to a running back since week number three. Yeah. They haven't allowed a touchdown to a running back since week three. They haven't allowed 100 yards to a running back since week three. Quietly against the run, they've been very, very, very good. And they just beefed up that defensive line in a big way with Montez Sweat. It's true. Who did they play in week three? Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs. Ah. Yep. That explains a lot. Yep. (laughs) So... Anything else? Uh, yeah, please, with the love of God, don't start Rashid Shaheed. That was the that was the flukiest big game that I've ever seen. Probably since his last one where he had two for 85 and a touchdown. Sounds very familiar he... with something that I would say. Uh, three for 153 and a touchdown. Yeah, no, no, thank you. You do not start Rashid Shaheed. Nope, absolutely not. But Michael Thomas and Chris Olave, yeah, you continue to, you continue to start them. Thomas, <laughs> Michael Thomas has been quietly very, very, very consistent. Yep. Been, as a flex play. As a flex play, he's been fine. I swear, Rashid Shahid only catches long touchdowns. Yes, he does. It's he's, weird. He's their burner. He's their burner, <laughs> and it works. You will and never see Rashid Shahid catching a five-yard touchdown in the no, red zone. No. You most, That's not you what most, he does. No, you most certainly will not. But I, what I will say, um, Taysom Hill, I would kind of think about it. So you're going to replace one of your quarterbacks for Taysom Hill? No, he's signed eligible. Oh, still? Yeah. Ugh. He's only signed eligible. I, I I would start that absolutely. Oh, at that with the with the the barren wasteland Mad Max landscape of the tight end. Oh no, I'm on board. I thought, okay, I'm on board. I mean, when you look at the tight ends that are on by this week, Laporta, um, Ingram, Kittle. I mean, what better options are you, are you going to find on, on, on your waiver wire? Not much. As I'm as I'm going to waiver wire right now to see if Taysom Hill is available. He's not uh, shit. Oh, that sucks. Was he was he uh, was he picked up on waivers last night? That would be very 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 annoying. He was picked up in the the non guillotine. Oh wow, Taysom Hill's been rostered for. Oh wow, he's been rostered rostered for like the last three weeks. Wow, all right, good for that guy. Yeah, I don't know if we're looking at the same league. Are we looking at the same league? No. Oh. No, I was looking at one of my leagues where I, where I needed a tight end this week. He's rostered in 29.2% of leagues, Taysom Hill is. On ESPN, on Yahoo, which is where I have this Taysom Hill, um, where I was looking for Taysom Hill, he is available in, or is rostered in 61% of leagues. Up 26% in the last week. Yeah, he has been, you know, quietly, which is, which is classic. Which we Taysom Hill's not getting used on Sunday. Yeah, I've seen this. Have seen this story written and told before. I have also seen this movie before. I mean, he had twelve point one points against the Texans, sixteen point eight against Jacksonville, and then twenty one point seven in full. Not that it matters. Oh well, for the Jacksonville game, it does. But, um, yeah, that's a. Uh, it's something. You just hope he scores. Yeah, which he means has to he score. Ri- which is, which means he is a true tight end. Yeah, he has to score. You're just banking on him scoring. Yep. And with how yeah, and much the Saints love using Taysom Hill, why not? Definitely, though. Keep in mind that it does look like Jawan Johnson is, um, at least working his way back a little bit. So. Just keep that in mind. Returned returned last week, didn't play his full share of the snaps. It'll be interesting to see with a week under his belt whether or not Jawan Johnson gets more snaps or if Taysom Hill is still favored to Jawan Johnson. The bouncer. Yeah, the bouncer. We love the bouncer. Great guy. Okay, let's see what we have next. 
we have the ah a Frank Reich revenge game. It's funny how the schedule works sometimes. Exciting stuff. The Indianapolis Colts go down to Charlotte, or I guess over to Charlotte, uh, to play the Carolina Panthers. And you know, the Colts reeling after that bit after that loss against New Orleans. And we'll see. I think it's gonna be a uh, big game for Indianapolis, though. There were two out there were two outliers last week, and one of them we're gonna see if we're gonna see which one is legit. Outlier number one, the Colts offense looked meh against the Saints last week. Number two, the Panthers defense looked awesome against CJ Stroud and the Texans next week, uh last week. We're gonna find out which one of those things is a pattern. My money says it was that the Texan is that the Panthers defense is gonna stink. And they're gonna come back down to earth. And the Colts offense will be good again. So I, I Gardner Minshew is a top 10 play for me. I absolutely love him. Uh Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss, both top 24 running backs for me. You're starting them both. Uh Michael Pittman, top 24 receiver. Josh Downs, top 30 receiver. And there's not a Colts tight end that I'm starting. Per usual. Per usual. Per usual. As is tradition. Yep. Correct. And then for Carolina, I mean, probably not with Bryce Young. Now, even even with buys, I I just struggled to to jump on board and say, oh yeah, you have to go and do that. But maybe if you want to take advantage potentially because the Colts are absolutely awful in the secondary, and maybe you're anticipating and hoping for a big day from Adam Thielen, maybe. But I can't recommend it. Well, then just start Adam Thielen. Well, I mean, it's my it's my. Old time, uh, old time, little crutch. If you like a receiver, you have to like you have to like the quarterback a little bit. Yes, it's true. At least a little bit, a little bit. But, and there's there, but and for what it's worth, too, uh, Shuba Hubbard now is the Carolina running back that I want to be starting. Adam, you were right; I was wrong. Fuck Miles Sanders. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I was so right. Fuck Miles Sanders. He's just. No, 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 no. No, that guy sucks. Yeah. He sucks. He definitely does. Sorry, Miles, but that's rough. No, it's bad. Bad, bad, bad. I don't know if Chuba's any better, but he's better in this offense. Miles Sanders just, no, ain't it. Well, he's been there longer, at least. Yeah, Miles Miles Sanders is drawable. He definitely is. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about Adam Thielen, but anybody yeah. else with the Carolina Panthers? Absolutely not. All right. Monitor Jonathan Mingo, though. Monitor him. Maybe Adam in 12-team leagues, but you don't start him. All right. And last but not least, the Dallas Cowboys go into Philadelphia. To play the Philadelphia Eagles. What an exciting game, hopefully. It should be on Sunday night, but it isn't. No, I'm glad this is not on Sunday night. I'm thrilled. This D- Dallas's Sunday night record against good teams is pitiful. I swear to God, it, there's like one pitiful. of these a year is on Sunday night. Always. Yeah, it's, a, it's the one that's normally in Dallas. I feel like, no, there was the one in the COVID year. There was a Sunday night game. This game was in the Philadelphia version of this game was in was on Sunday night. It was the the sure. Ben Denucci game. Sure. Oh yeah, the Ben Denucci, great guy, love him. Yeah. Pequesto son of my people, <laughs> my people. Yeah, that was a that was a long night at the fan. Ben like, I have to watch. I have to watch Sunday night football. This is between the backup Dallas Cowboy and like the Eagles when they sucked. Nah, forget it. Ben Denuch. Oh, hero. Hero of mine. Well, luckily Dallas is going to have its full complement of weapons in this game. Mm-hmm. And how many of them are you starting? Oh, you're starting Dak. I would start Pollard, but I'm definitely worried about Pollard. I'd be lying to you if I said that I wasn't. 
on your starting CD. There's no doubt about it. There's uh, there's no universe where I'm ever sitting CD Lamb again. Um, Why you did could, you sit him in the first place? Uh, when you have a team that you have to pick every week between the likes of Keenan Allen, Brandon Ayuk, Puka Dakua, Jordan Addison, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Kenneth Walker, DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Yeah. That's a spoiled for choice. I'm leaving points to that bench every every single fucking week. Yeah, it's just who. Right, and if I and if I started CD, I, I would have. I, I over if I started CD over Patrick Mahomes, I would have won. <laughs> that asshole. Anyway, uh, yeah, you're starting CD. You could start Brandon Cooks here. I, I kind of like Brandon Cooks as as a potential deeper league twelve team half full PPR flex play. Gallup, no, and my guy ASAP Ferg, Jake Ferguson, yeah. I started. That's a, is it, that's a new one. Listen, I, I, I just, I'm a fucking electric factory for premium content and, and, and nicknames. You don't know when it's coming. No, it, you don't. It, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like an earthquake. I'm like an earthquake. You don't know when it's coming, but when it comes, it's really going to rally you. I, I wish we did clips of the show <laughs> just so I could take that out of context. <laughs> Listen, it just it just happens. When it happens, it happens. When it happens, it happens. It, it, it it's it's magic. It's magic. Just phrasing under all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Asap Ferg, great guy. Asap Ferg. Both of them. The the artist and Jake Ferguson. Can't say I've ever listened to any of Asap Ferg the artist's uh, material, but I have seen plenty of Asap Ferg. The football player's material. I can tell you. It's great stuff. Love him. Great guy. Well, you know, Doc does love his tight ends. Indeed he does. Indeed he does. I'm just going to check and see the, the 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 target numbers for ASAP Ferg to see where we're at in terms of him getting to potentially 90. Uh, 33. Ooh, that's not good. That's not good. He's got to start picking up the pace. Otherwise, that, that streak of 90 targets, I can't use that as a crutch anymore. Yes, you, for the narrative, Dak just has to throw him the ball constantly. Uh, agreed, agreed. And I wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't hate it because ASAP Ferg again, great guy. Yeah, he is for then, the culture. <laughs> Absolutely. And then for the Eagles, you're starting Jalen, DeAndre Swift, probably, probably Rattle definitely. Him Rattle him off. Devonta Smith. Yeah, AJ Brown. Yeah, Dallas Goddard. Yep. and that's it. Yep, you're, you're starting all of your startable players in this game. You are starting. There are points that are out there to be scored. Start them all, and let's go, fucking Cowboys. It's going to be a fun game. Hopefully, I want to see Stephen A. Smith fucking crying. <laughs> okay. I want to see Stephen A. Smith crying. I want to see Jason Kelsey on his podcast with Travis crying on air. I want. I, I want to see. I want to see it all. I want tears, tears from that absolutely disgraceful, disgraceful city with that disgraceful team and that disgraceful fan base known as the Philadelphia Eagles. I want to see them all go up in flames. I was going to say I also hate the Phillies. So I hate. I hate Philadelphia. <laughs> Oh, genuinely, genuinely, I think it's one of the worst cities in America. No offense to anybody who lives there. Wow. <laughs> no, 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 no offense. No offense. I mean, you can't you no can't offense. choose where you live. You can't choose where you live. But if you choose to live there, I, I would well, uh, I would I would get a psyche eval. Actually, Bird, let me introduce you to the concept of moving. You can choose where you live. <clears throat> well, listen, listen. If if you know people you know are, are there because they're going to school there or, or 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 whatever, then I mean, God bless you. I would get a psyche eval. I, I would seriously think about the choices that you're making with your life, but it, to, eat, to each their own. To each their I own. definitely don't like their sports teams Be- or their fans. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. For sure. Yeah. Fuck the Flyers, fuck the Phillies, and the Sixers. I have to say, though, when I did go to Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo was really pretty. Yeah, but... Wells Fargo was really pretty. Do you, hockey or yeah, flyers. Oh, flyers. 
Yeah, flyers. Yeah, well. Very, very, very pretty. The area around it, though, oh my god, barren wasteland. It is kind of nice that they have all the they have all their stadiums in one place, basically. Yeah, and they do they do it the right way. They do it the right way. Hold on, Adam. I need I need to text you the 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 the, the one liner that I was going to drop after that, but I can't say it. <laughs> okay. I, I just I just need to see your uh, your general reaction to this statement. There's no way that I could have possibly have said this on the air. If my keyboard wants to type. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Love behind the scenes content on the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Well, because you could just everyone could hear the reaction for how just vile this statement is. Hold on. Oh, hold on. There's a there's a word that I was missing here. I, I always got to proofread my shit because you know I'm a journalist. Okay, there you go. Hey, there you go. You got it. God. <laughs> Sometimes I question my friendship with you. <laughs> I'm telling you, this head, this head, I'm telling you, is always churning out content. Yeah, well, some of it good, some of it very, very problematic. Oh, <laughs> listen, it's, <laughs> but it's always funny. It I is feel wrong funny. for laughing. It is funny, but I feel wrong for laughing at it. It's, it's funny. Thank you. That's all I'm looking for. That's all I'm looking for. It's funny. <laughs> and no I'm one happy. else will, no one else will see it. Because it's just you. It's just me. I will not tell anybody. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I did say it, my career would be over. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be, oh boy. Yeah, I know better. I know better. Yes. All right. Well, that was a fun episode of the Basin Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Yeah. We are done. We have no more games to talk about. Yeah, no more. Stay tuned for the Saturday Mailbag, as always. And the mailbag. another in-depth breakdown on Thursday night, which should maybe be a good game, we would think. Come on, Will. Let's go, Will, baby. And obviously Sunday or Monday, depending, uh, we'll have the review show for you. Yes. Yes. Can't wait. Right. Far I always do. It's always fun. And the Jets are playing on Monday, so I don't have to talk about them forever on the uh, on the review show. True, true, but you always you always find a way to bring them up. I I do. I didn't bring them up once until right Bullshit. now. Bullshit. Uh, okay, it's a, fair, fair. Until right now, fair point. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Um. Well, be sure to leave a review. Tell us how much you love the podcast and love the Basement Talk Podcast family of podcasts, and. Keep listening throughout the entire season for more fantasy insights. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Basic Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcast. For my co-host at Birdslow, I'm Adam Caster. We'll talk to you next time. Take care of each other. Godspeed. Bye-bye.